You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome, 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 everybody, to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, Ryan Horvat. Listen, this is a special, a special bonus episode. We got to talk a little bit about the All-Star Game. And by the way, it is Thursday as we're currently sitting here, and we do have a short slate of games. So we're going to talk about those games. We're going to talk about props in those games, maybe sprinkling a little bit of futures while we're at it. At the end of the day, it is Ryan Horvat and myself talking about baseball, which means this 20-minute quick hit might be an hour and 20 minutes. I don't know. No one gives me rules. What about you, Ryan? No rules. Yeah, no rules. We got a lot to recap, you know, from uh, a busy all-star game. We already talked about the Derby. Kyle Schwarber gets absolutely hosed. It was the uh, Albert Pujols party. I ended up losing my bet with J-Rod, but I mean, still, uh, it was it was pretty exciting. And the all-star game, although we both did think the National League was finally going to pull it off for the first time since 2012, we did cash the under. I didn't get my no run in the first inning, but... Um, Still, it, it was a pretty exciting game. I had fun watching it, man. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah, well, here here were the bets I had in that game. I, yeah. I definitely had the under seven runs, uh, which Same. did hit. That was a very good one. And this is, this is why I was telling people I, I thought the under seven runs was going to hit. This seems like I, I know there are some amazing offensive performances. Obviously, Aaron Judge, what he's doing right now, even guys that aren't being mentioned who got hell got named MVP of the of the All Star Game. Giancarlo Stanton's having a monster year as well. Obviously, what Otani's doing, Goldschmidt, Mookie Betts, like guys who there are definitely guys showing up to swing the bats this year. But this is definitely a year for the pitcher, man. There has been so many dominant pitchers that were in this All-Star game. So much so that Sandy Alcantara didn't even start the game. Dylan Cease, K-Prop King, leading Major League Baseball in strikeouts and has a 2-5 ERA, didn't make the All-Star team. He's like second in the AL right now in Cy Young futures. So to say that this is the year of the pitcher, in my eyes, is borderline of an understatement. So that's why I thought the under was going to come in huge. But it was also a bet that you talked me into that I thought was going to come in huge too that did not hit. Yeah, man. The no run in the first inning. That yeah. Because, and it was McClanahan giving it up, man. He's been McClanahan hasn't given up a run in the first since NOM. Right, exactly. And so he gives it up. I knew that seemed too good to be true. But luckily, uh, got the what – was, what was your biggest takeaway? What was your favorite part of the game? Because I was never big, really quickly, I was never really big – on the mic'd up segments. Like, I don't like interviewing Dave Roberts, interviewing AJ Hinch, the manager, like World Series, game six, game seven, and like the sixth inning, seventh mm-hmm. inning. I don't like it. I was never a fan. But I don't mind up- in between innings. Ah, see, yeah. I'm, I'm get off my lawn guy with that. I'm like, he should be managing the game. But man, I'll tell you, <laughs> I love having the players mic'd up. I don't know if I would love it in like a postseason game, I wouldn't, I a wouldn't. regular season game, but watching Manoa on the mound, mic'd up, like 
while doing his job, being one of the best pitchers in all of baseball, he's also got a pretty good uh, sense of humor. He was funny. I thought he was entertaining, man. I liked it, actually. I dug it. Yeah, the, the call on the K is like, yep, got him. That was good stuff, man. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm an Alec Manoa fan. Uh, a lot of great stuff to take away. You know what's something I really enjoyed? Being a Los Angeles guy uh, is just seeing how many L.A. guys were actually in this game. You know, yeah. obviously, obvious name, Giancarlo Stanton. But you also have Cooper. You had, I mean, you just had a ton of Southern California guys. Uh, so it was pretty exciting to see that. It was fun to watch this ball game. So, so much young talent in Major League Baseball. It is just ridiculous. Uh, I, I cannot wait to see where everything goes. Um, but as for the actual game, any any takeaways other than what the hell? The National League is better than the American League. I cannot stress this enough. As far as leagues go, especially this year, the National League is like so much better than the American League. It's not even close. Yet they yeah. still cannot win an all-star game. And it's crazy because the National League, I mean, the last couple of years have won the World, has won the World Series. Uh, obviously, you know, last year it was the Braves. Uh, we had the Nationals a couple of years back, the Cubs before that. The Dodgers. The game, nine straight, the Dodgers during the pandemic shortened season as well. But doesn't make a whole lot of sense, man. Nine straight. Uh, obviously, Stanton win, winning MVP did not have that kind of wish – it's funny because I was looking at bets right before the game and everybody was talking about judge and the popular picks, you know, Goldschmidt on the NL side. And I was like, what about Stanton? And I just, I didn't have the stones to do it, man. I didn't hit click, but I was like this close, which is so easy to say right now, but man, the Yankees put on a show nine straight for the AL. I don't think the national league's ever going to win another game. I really like, you know, um, I love Clayton Kershaw. So I thought that the clip awesome. that went viral where that little kid, had the opportunity to meet Clayton Kershaw. And it just shows what a great guy Kershaw is because he gets down. He's like, hey, do you even got a parent with you? Takes a picture, gives the kid a hug. And, you know, the story was Kershaw, that was his grandfather's favorite player, never had the opportunity to meet Clayton Kershaw because he passed away. And then the little kid's like, he couldn't even get it out, man. He started crying. And that's that's what I love about this sport. Like, that's why I love baseball because there's a lot of really good dudes. And we need to, you know, Mario said it during the last podcast, we need to market these players a little bit better. We always do this. Oh, man, nobody knows anything about Mike Trout, but it's not just Mike Trout. Shohei Otani, what he's doing, we haven't seen that in 100 years. We'll probably never see that again. The guy you takes the ball, strikes out 10. The next night, he's hitting two homers. Like, this league, Juan Soto, I mean, the league's better than it's ever been as far as uh, players. Can I can I take that a little further about uh, about Otani specifically? Yeah. For, forget baseball. I don't, think any, we, I don't think we've seen an athlete like this in any sport, any sport. Uh, that can literally take the ball on both sides this way. I mean, of course, in basketball, you got two-way players that can definitely play amazing defense right. and amazing offense. But at the end of the day, do you have anybody that is that known for being, God, that guy is just so incredible on both sides of the ball. Otani is the only guy ever in any sport that is that good on both sides of the ball. Can you imagine somebody being the best linebacker in the NFL and also being one of the best quarterbacks? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, man. That's why, like, when we do, like, top 100 NFL players, it's so tough to do because, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, mm -hmm. you know, they're the best quarterbacks in the league. But I hate when we start comparing rings. It's like, well, Aaron Rodgers only has one ring. You know, Brady's got the seven rings. Well, the difference yeah. is that Tom Brady always has a top 10 defense, whereas Rodgers, you know, there's been games where Green Bay gives up 35 points. The NBA, it's a little bit different. Like the NBA, I think you could name the top players because like yeah. LeBron could take over a game, have the chase down block on the defensive end and then drop 30, you know, so the NBA is a little bit different. But when we talk about Major League Baseball players, it's, well, how good is Mike Chop? Because he's only been to the postseason, what, once? 
Well, that's because he's only one guy and baseball is the ultimate team sport. But what Otani's doing, that's a great point. Like legitimately, he should be the MVP every single year. What yeah. Judge is doing this year is ridiculous. Yes. But like you can make the case every year that he should be the MVP because okay. nobody can do what he's doing. I got, I got to, uh, here's the truth. Uh, if the, if the season ended right now, right this second, I'm still going to give the MVP to Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. However, that might change in like five days because yeah. I swear to God, if Otani goes out and K's another 13, you know, he's going to hit, you know, he's oh, going to yeah. continue hitting all season. Oh, yeah. If he keeps pitching this way, I don't care if he's on the worst team in major league baseball in Anaheim. You can't deny my, my argument for Aaron judge is this, and I know this is not a fair argument. I've probably said it on this podcast. because I've said it on a bunch of shows at this point. If you remove Aaron judge from the Yankees right now, from that lineup, it's not the same Yankees team. They're still a good team, but they're not the cannot beat them Yankees team that scares the living hell out of you. Yeah. If you remove Otani from the Angels, they're the same Angels. Unless, of course, he's pitching. If he's pitching, then all of a sudden the Angels know how to win because Otani's going to win it himself. Outside of that, that team cannot win unless Shohei Otani is on the mound. Yeah. That is staggering to me. It is, man, and it really is. And and I know that they've been hit by injuries, and I know the rotation. Not enough. The the rotation sucks. The bullpen is terrible. We already have a manager change, and it's only, what, July 21st? Oh, by the way, since their manager changed, the team's only gotten worse. They've only gotten worse, man. And I'm a big Joe Madden guy, but it was time to move on from Joe, kooky old Joe. Um, the story where he shaved the mohawk to fire the team up and then doesn't even get the opportunity to unveil the mohawk. Something got fired, but, but yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy what's going on right now. Uh, the all-star game was great, but I'm ready to get back to some games that count, man. And I'm ready for the second half of the season because it's going to be electric. You can make the case. I mean, obviously the Yankees are ridiculously good. The Dodgers are ridiculously good, Yes, but not enough people are talking about the Padres and we haven't even seen Tatis Jr. Yet. Um, what if the Brewers actually a team like the Brewers are able to acquire a couple bats. I think they need more than one bat. That's what I worry about with that team, because if they don't add a bat and let's say, you know, the Cardinals add something to that bullpen, maybe another arm, Arenado is going to have a crazy second half of the season. Goldschmidt's the MVP in the national league right now. Nobody's really talking about them. I think you can make the case for six or seven teams, maybe eight teams that could win it all. I mean, hell the Braves could do it again. They could, they could. I listen. I am very, very, very uh, interested in that team. But you know, it's a team that I really am mostly interested in going forward. Um, there might be a little bit about this, like that's leaking in because I was so hot on them before the season started, and the fact that they have won fourteen games in a row has helped. Yes, I am all in on the Seattle Mariners. I'm all in. I'm a Mariners fan. I'm buying a hat. I'm going to be rooting for this team nonstop. Julio Rodriguez is the truth. Winker has been playing. They're back to play. Everyone's playing good. And most importantly, this is the thing I'm most excited about. Robbie Ray. I'm most excited about Robbie Ray. Two months ago, I was the most disappointed in Robbie Ray as anyone in the world. Right now, I am more excited to watch Robbie Ray's second half than I am to watch anybody. And that includes Fernando Tatis Jr. coming back. That includes DeGrom coming back, which, by the way, they did push back another start due to yep. uh, shoulder soreness. Yep. So, But I am most excited 
for Robbie Ray going forward. Truly, I, I cannot wait to watch this team. Now, they, they got, they're back like 10 games. They're not going to win the division, but this team's going to the playoffs. And if they go into the playoffs and Robbie Ray is Robbie Ray and Gilbert continues to be Gilbert and yeah. J-Rod continues to be J-Rod, dude, watch out for the Mariners. They may go deep. They're so fun. Logan Gilbert, J-Rod. I, I mean, finally now, he's a household name, you know, mm-hmm. after the Derby. He's 21 years old. The kid's ridiculous. He's only going to continue to get better. And maybe they make a move or two. And like you said, they're not going to win the division most likely. I believe they're nine games back right now, but they're 51 and 42. Two months ago, we were recording this podcast and we were like, they're cooked. I don't know what's wrong with this team. You didn't want to give up on them, but we were leaning towards giving up on them. I had, to, we had to. There was like no way this team could come back. And look at them. The AL West has been just crazy and this is why i love baseball it's such a long season and this is why i never get excited the first couple months because i was all in on the angels i was like finally my division winner bet my three to one ticket my <laughs> win total over. this is gonna happen now the angels are 39 and 53 they're 20 and a half games back they completely fell apart we thought maybe this was the year that the astros would regress a little bit that's not the case they're 59 and 32 uh, but they have struggled a little bit the last two weeks, just six and four in their last 10. And the Mariners are on fire. I don't think they're going to catch them. But if the postseason started today, they'd be in. I love the expanded postseason. I went back and forth. I was like, man, it kind of takes away from the regular season. I disagree because last year, look at the American League last year, the Blue Jays, the Mariners. We just wanted one of those teams to get in, neither get in. They had great seasons, but because the American League was so stacked, neither got in. I do like the expanded postseason, and I'm rooting for the Mariners. They've been a great story, man. I'm really glad you brought that up because I would like to mention that real quick. This is what I was not excited about for the postseason because this is what their, their argument for the edited team of the postseason was. a lot. The Major League Baseball line, well, adds competition. More teams will be looking to add players. No, I actually truthfully think the exact opposite. Uh, there's a lot of teams that can stand pat around 500, not add players, and not spend money and get into October. That was my major, major worry. And that was going to be my major worry for this upcoming trade deadline because this trade deadline was looking borderline anemic. Great. Yeah. Castillo, good player. Yes. Benatendi, good player. But nothing that's made me go like, oh, my God, they right. got Benatendi? This right. is over. No, no, yeah. no, no. That wasn't the case. No. It's not the case anymore. No, that's um, not, the, not at all, man. Yeah. Because you throw a name like Juan Soto into the mix – all of a sudden, there is like five suitors that simply want to get him, not only to get Juan Soto, but to keep the other team in their division to get Juan Soto. Right, exactly, man. Like, and that's the thing, you know, is you don't want him going anywhere near. You know, there's a team that's not mentioned. Who? It would make us all very mad. Cardinals. You know, they have prospects. No, even Cardinals. worse. Even worse. Worse than the Cardinals? Way worse. It would be you. You'll disagree with you. You'll think no, but then you'll think, oh God, what if he's an uh, Astro? Yeah, man. But do they? Well, I was gonna say everybody needs Juan Soto. I don't want to continue to say there's like, no we, one that doesn't need Juan Soto. Last pod, and I was like, <laughs> the Yankees really mean Juan Soto? Absolutely, you do. If you're the Yankees or the Dodgers, you get whatever you could get. Somebody wrote uh, down like, oh well, if the yeah. if the Dodgers trade for him, they're gonna have to give up Bueller and all these guys. What? I'd give up Bueller twice. Yeah, man. I mean, the, the, it's crazy because uh, obviously grew up and I'm still diehard Cub fan, but I want him in Chicago, but I don't want him anywhere near the North side right now because that team is not winning for the next decade. They're mm-hmm. disgusting, but I would love him on the South side. Dude, not only for my AL Central ticket, for my World Series ticket. And what do it's they need? Like, that's exactly what they need. Oh, yeah, I agree. It would be an amazing fit, but here's just the truth. They do not have the capital no, to get them. No, they don't. And-, and 
let's be honest. Like Jerry, that's J- no of, way Jerry's bringing they're him they're in. Not, they're not going to do that. And and you get Juan Soto. He gets to the south side of Chicago. He hits a 600-foot P-missile. He flips his bat, and old man Tony probably benches him the next game or oh, goes, off, goes off on a tangent, rips him, rips him to the Here, Chicago. I'll, 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 do the, I'll do the impression right now. They still have traveling to cover the White Sox. Oh, I don't even know who the White Sox beat reporter is anymore. Yeah. Uh, but, man, that would be perfect for them. There's so many teams that could benefit, but I think we know where he's ending up. He's ending up in Los Angeles, New York, or – I don't know. I mean, I like your my San number, Diego. I have a number one. I have my number one pick who I think it's going to be. Is that still the Padres? It's still the Padres, man. AJ Preller is a crazy person. You know he'll do it. He will throw everything at the wall. He already missed out on Soto one time. He's not going to miss out yeah. on a second time. If it wasn't the same division, I would go with my number one team will be the Mets because I think you want to talk about a madman. They have all the capital. They oh, have yeah. prospects. They could put together the best package, but what are the Nats going to say? I don't know, like, what is the Nats? What are they even trying to do anyway? Are they trying to win baseball games? Are they trying to be relevant? Like, is it a full rebuild? Because it's got to be full rebuild. Kind of like that, the Cubs. But... Like, I just, I never understand gutting your full team. I never understand, like, if you have an opportunity to bring back Scherzer. Like, why would you give Strasburg all that money after winning the World Series? When I don't you know. You can't stay healthy. You have the best pitcher in all of baseball, top three at least, and back Scherzer. You have a guy like Trey Turner, and you give him away. I'm not going to say for nothing. They did get some prospects back. I like Josiah Gray. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't give up guys like that, man. No. Well, here's the thing. You talk about a rebuild. How do you do? Why is the Cubs rebuild not going so great so far? They didn't have Juan Soto. Right. Juan Soto alone is going to rebuild your franchise with the prospects you can get. Think about this. Think about the trade the Padres made for Blake Snell. Yeah. They gave up a king's ransom for him. And unfortunately, Blake Snell has not lived up to the hype in San Diego and not even close, unfortunately. I hope that changes and there's plenty of time for that to change. But as of right now, the Rays not only won that trade, if Blake Snell goes and wins two Cy Youngs, I think the Rays are going to end up winning that trade. That's what they gave up for Blake Snell. I can't imagine what the Padres are going to give up for Juan Soto, but I know A.J. Preller will do it. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, hell yeah, man. And you know what? Gets away with a lot, too. God bless my team. Uh, God bless uh, Jed Hoyer for trading away you, Darvish, for what? Um, what was in that package? Caratini and uh, my guy. Who's my guy? Bet against him every time he takes the mound. Oh, Zach Davies. Yeah. That's what the Cubs get. The Cubs got back Zach Davies for you, Darvish, man. Zach freaking Davies. So, uh, uh, I would love to see them with Juan Soto, though, man. So would I. So would I. Hell, I'd love to see the Cubs with anything, to be quite honest. The way that we're that... gonna get Bogarts, you know that. No, that'll do it. That'll that'll cure it all. I, I love get, Bogarts. I think Xander they Bogarts. Over, they're gonna overpay for somebody, and it's not gonna be Shohei Otani. You can't overpay for Bogarts. You just can't. This is not a franchise that can over. There are franchises that can overpay for. This is what I'm they're, hearing. There are plenty of franchises that can and will overpay for Bogarts. And Bogarts is yeah. very, very good. Yeah. 
the Cubs just overpaid for Stroman. You can't overpay for your, your, a shortstop now. You got to start making reasonable moves. The guy you got to overpay is Otani. Soto, those are the guys you got to overpay. It's Wrigley. It sells itself. It sells itself. And look at all the crap that they keep adding to it. Again, they have the second. This was posted on social media. Everybody's seen it by now. But if you want to go to the ballpark with a family of four, number two, highest prices, the Chicago Cubs. Why? If you're pumping any money into that dumpster fire, you are the problem. And you're the reason this team's not going to contend for the next 10 to 15 years. Stop doing the bear snakes. Stop spending $750 on booze and hot dogs at Wrigley Field until they feel the real team. Because honestly, the Joliet Slammers could probably take a five game, seven game series. (laughs) The brutal man. Um, Yeah. And I don't think it's getting better anytime soon, but it is getting better for whoever ends up with Juan Soto. I still, you know what? Call me crazy. My, I don't think he gets moved. I think he, I think he finishes the season a national. I hope he doesn't. I hope he does not. I really don't. That's the only thing I have that I could go watch. And I still don't want him here. No, he's got to go. Nobody wants to be in D.C. Dude, no, no, I take that back. He, There's no way he's staying with them any longer than this. No? Season. There's no way. And here's why. It is also being reported that after he turned down the $440 million, that the team wouldn't charter a flight for him to go to got the that. home run derby. So he had to book a flight, charter, uh, bar, bar, got himself a flight, and flew over there. Oh, and by the way, landed at 1.30 and then won the home run derby at 5 o'clock. Uh, so it's very clear that these guys are done with each other. Yeah, look who they even after he hit won the home run derby, he said, how do you feel? He said, better than $440 million. <laughs> Imagine turning down $440 million. I wouldn't turn down $440,000. Turns, turns down half a billion and then goes wins a home run derby and says, and I quote, I feel better than $440 million. What a line. Put and it on a plaque. And the thing is, man, and the difference is, is he's just so young. Like, he's not going anywhere for the next 15 years if he could just stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's 23 years old only. So there's no bad contract. I mean, if you give him a 15-year deal, it's it's like, like we were talking about bad contracts, and you said the Cubs can't afford to give out a bad contract. That's all they give out. Look at the Jason Hayward contract that'll just never go away, man. They overpay for everything, but there's no way that you could overpay for Juan Soto. He's 23. In 15 years, he's going to be, th- I mean, well, he's going to be 38, but you're going to get, a, you're going to get about 10, 11 good years out of him. And he's yeah. only going to get better. Um, speaking of which, we are sitting here on Thursday. Um, are there Thanks. any games and or props you're liking today? Because I got a few props uh, ready to go for this day's slate of games. Well, let's hit it because uh, we were both on the same show today, which my sure. audio cut out. I didn't know if I was actually, that's the only thing I hate, man, when you're on uh, television and you're also broadcasting in your kitchen. I'm like, is that my Wi-Fi? Is that their Wi-Fi? Are they picking up on these picks? I, I was there in the green room, and I was listening. You sounded good to me. Well, good, because I took the Astros earlier. They are up uh, one nothing as we record this podcast, so can't give that out. Uh, we got a couple. So it's a doubleheader, so we do get Houston, New York again tonight, and I'm going to do the old double flip. I know I'm probably, if the Astros do take game one, uh, which is looking good right now, mm-hmm. but it's really early, I'm going to look to probably jump on the Yanks because we're going to get the Yankees tonight. Plus 105. Granted, it's going against Garcia, who I hate betting against. Went under on his K prop a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago, and he had double digits. He's mm-hmm. seven and five with the 365 ERA. But Yankees aren't dropping two today. So no. I'll probably look to play the Yanks. And then uh, my favorite bet of the night. It's coming up a little bit later on tonight. It's the nightcap. It's never fun betting against the Los Angeles Dodgers, the best team in baseball. They're nine and one in their last 10. 
They've been on a crazy tear. We yep. were talking about the Padres potentially winning that division. Now they're 10 games back. Not anymore, but, yeah. Uh, it's Mitch White night. He's got a 420 ERA. It's Rodon going for San Francisco. And is big of – I don't know if you're going to call the Giants a letdown because they lost a lot, man. They couldn't bring back Chris Bryan, obviously. Uh, Buster Posey retires. They're By the way, they're, they're on my list to land Juan Soto, by the way. The Giants are? They're high on my list to land Juan Soto. And here's the thing, man. Like, they're not a bad baseball team. They could still sneak into the postseason as a they're wild They're only like card. a game out or even like a half game. They're not far yeah. out of a wild card spot. And they're fine offensively. They're averaging five runs per game. They're third in Major League Baseball in that category. They have a 724 OPS. That's top 10. And then tonight, Rodon takes the bump. So he's 8-5, and 2-6-6 ERA, 131 Ks across 105 innings. I'm going to take a shot with San Francisco. I got plus 135. I like getting plus money with Rodon. Uh, I'm going to stay away from the actual win-loss of this game because and my reasoning is because, listen, everything sounds good. White on the mound. You know, you should yeah. may, maybe fade white if you're going to fade somebody on the Dodgers. I just can't fade the Dodgers. However, Fair. all my props are pretty much on the Giants. Uh, Carlos Rodon on the mound. You can get his strikeout prop over six and a half Ks at minus 135. He's going to do that by the fifth. Uh, he's probably going to hit double digits. He's going to go crazy. Uh, on top of that, I also like... Even though I just said how many guys Rodon's going to K, and by the way, I freely admit that there are no numbers to back up what I'm about to say. Because oh, these, are seven, the best bets, these are the yeah. best bets, the feelings, the feelers. It's because Mookie Betts is like one for 17 against Carlos Rodon. He's hitting 058. I'm going to tell you that I'm jumping all over a one and a half total bases at plus 115. I think he's going to get on base today. I don't think he's going to score. I think he's going to get on base a couple of times because. There's no way the way Mookie Betts has been playing lately that Mookie Betts is coming out of this all-star break with his hair not on fire. I think he's going to go off, and I think he's going to be the National League MVP. Um, outside of that, I got one more prop in this game, and it's because of this pitching matchup. I got the Giants and Dodgers first five innings under three and a half total runs at plus 130. I was surprised I got that much plus money um, with these two on the mound. I know White is young. But the Giants do get struggle early on in the first five innings. So I'd watch out for that, that play right there. All right, I like that a lot. And uh, you brought up the Mookie Betts. So I'm going to go with that prop. Anytime we're getting plus money on one and a half total bases for him, we got to jump on that. And mm -hmm. I agree with the MVP. That's our MVP pick. He's still, right now, 11-1 to 1 over at I can't believe it. I can't believe it's it. It's ridiculous right now. But look at the tear the Dodgers are on. They're going to win that division. He's going to have a monster second half of the season, and we're getting plus 1,100 with one of the best players in baseball. I got one more prop, uh, a K prop, um, 3.37 p.m. Eastern, so we should get this pot out by then. I'm going to go – I actually was surprised to see this number still this high. I'm going to go with – I love Scoobal, man. I'm going to go under 6.5 Ks, Tigers game today. It's minus 125 right now to the under. So he's had seven strikeouts in only two of his last 11 games. He only averages five per game. He's had seven strikeouts in four of his last 10 games against a team with a losing record, which is a stupid trend, but he's faced the A's one time this season, had five strikeouts. At home against left-handed pitchers over the last month, the A's have a 10% K rate and 109 plate appearances. That's actually the lowest K rate in all of baseball. So the uh, they're not a good team, the A's, but they don't strike out a whole bunch. I'm going to go Scooble under six and a half Ks, play a little bit of juice, nothing too crazy, minus 125. Any more props lying around? Because that's it for my props on this day. That's it. You talked me into the uh, bets under on Scooble K's. That's really it. You know, we'll have obviously more uh, for the weekend and next week, but short slate today, not a, mm -hmm. like 
this is a problem, though. I mean, we're just getting back from the all-star break, man. Everybody should be playing baseball today. I, I agree. I don't like that it's a short slate. And by the way, we do have another episode coming your way tomorrow on normal Bet MGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. But before we go real quick, we do have some slates of games taking place tonight. Um, obviously, Rangers and Marlins, they're already started. However, I did want to mention to you, I think you are wrong on your picks. I think the Marlins got it. And as we currently sit here, they are up one nothing. That is all Pablo Lopez needs. I'm good with my Marlins pick this morning. No, no. And, you know, that's the problem is, you know, I love the fish. So I know you, you do. As we're giving me crap the first couple months of the season. But here's the problem, man. I love betting first five unders. I love betting unders. They just can't score runs. The, the last 10 games, they're not even averaging two runs per game. Every time I bet Alcantara, scoreless going into the eighth. They lose yep. one nothing or they win one nothing. Which is why I also <laughs> took the under in this game. <laughs> yeah, so there, you go. there you go. But yeah, there's no run support for these guys, man. Um, I hope I'm on the right side, but that was probably my least favorite pick. You know how yeah, it is. They're I, like, they give me four picks. I'm like, we got four games today. I was four shocked picks. when I saw you said not the Marlins. I'm like, Pablo's on the mound. It, the, the Rangers aren't going to hit Pablo. All they need is one run. Just one run and it might be enough. It's it's the old I've been betting see the Rangers on the run line this season have been ridiculous and I'm Maybe. not a big I'm not a big run line better man I am if you just take them just to keep it close you know they are 52 and 37 on the run line that's the second best record in all of baseball and weirdly on the road they're 27 and 16 they've been really good offensively they're averaging five runs the last 10 games they've kind of turned things around but uh yeah I'm probably on the wrong side and I know and I don't like rooting against the fish love that team you know, the, the, we don't talk about the Rangers a lot. I, I get that they have a 459 winning percentage, but they are better than we've given them credit. Now, they're not going to make a playoff spot. They're, they're seven and a half games out of a playoff spot as far as wild card goes. But you never know. This team could spend a little bit more money next year, bolster that bullpen and, and pitching staff just a tick more. And I'd watch out for the Rangers going forward. Um, how about some games that are going to be taking place tonight? Uh, you mentioned the Tigers and A's. Uh, listen, I, I I agree with you on the K's, but I uh, on the K under, but I do think runs are going to be scored in this ball game. I'm going over on the seven and a half runs, and that's pretty much it. I might actually also take a little flyer on the Tigers at minus one forty, but it's just too much juice for me to lay down for the Detroit Tigers. I know yeah. they're playing the A's, but I, if anything, I'm going to take the over seven and a half. But honest to God, it's more or less a stay away game in series for me. Yeah, really quickly on that one, man, because that was the one I stayed away from. I wanted to bet the Tigers only because if you look at the trends, Frankie Montez, 1-13. The A's are 1-13 in Montez's last 14 starts. 1-10, it starts at home. But, I mean. He's got to really get out of there, man. He's got to get out of there. But do you trust the Tigers? They have the fewest road wins of any team in Major League Baseball. So I don't trust either of them. Yeah, these yeah. are these are two of the worst things in baseball right now. Right. I mean, the only the only teams listen, no one's worse than the A's. The A's are the worst. Uh then you got the Reds, obviously. You got the Cubs. You got the Cubs uh, maybe worse. Yeah. That you got the Nats. Th those are the worst teams in baseball. And it, and by far. Um, you know, obviously the Royals too, or you could throw up there. Although I do seem to like the Omaha Storm Chasers version of the Royals a lot more than the actual Royals. So yeah. Uh, I hope they call all of those guys up. Uh, how about the Yankees and Astros tonight? You mentioned you might want to take uh, the Yankees tonight because they're not going to drop two. My only thing that's giving me pause is Garcia's on the mound. Yeah, man. And Garcia is not only incredible, he's kind of owned the Yankees. And I've been feeling the same way about Javier. I picked Javier because Javier hasn't given up a, Yan uh, a hit to the Yankees in like 20 innings. Yeah, yeah. He has an ERA of uh, zero. He's got like 10 strikeouts to two walks against the Yanks. 
Yeah, man, Garcia has been ridiculous. So he gave up uh, one run and five and one third. That was in June. Uh, two one Astros win. He's held, like you said, the Yankees to four runs and ten career innings. And Judge and Stanton are a combined one for ten against Garcia. That's the only reason I haven't played it yet. But I'd probably, if I'm getting plus money with the Yanks and they drop game one, I, I might circle back and jump on them. But it's it's a tough one to call. All right, well, let's go ahead and talk about our last game of the evening. Obviously, we've already talked about it and give you some props. We got Dodgers and Giants. And I know that it says on paper that maybe you should fade the Dodgers. You can get the Giants at plus 140. I cannot do it. In good conscience, I can't tell anyone to fade the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm taking the Giants tonight. That was the I can't first believe it. place, man. I love me some Rodon. And offensively, like I was saying, like the Giants are hitting. They're scoring runs. They're third in Major League Baseball. They average five runs per game. They are top 10 OPS. And Rodon's 8-5 and five with 2.66 ERA, striking guys out like crazy. It is always – it's always concerning betting against the Dodgers. And, I mean, the rule usually is if you're getting a decent price, anything under – I think my rule is anything under minus 140, and you can find the Dodgers. You have to blindly bet it. But I don't know. I got a weird feeling with this being the first game back from the break with All-Star weekend or All-Star – the All-Star game being in Los Angeles. I, I like the Giants tonight. I'm going to take a shot with Rodon. I like it. Well, guys, that has been it for this special bonus episode of BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL, Cody Decker, Ryan Horvat. We will be back again tomorrow, first thing in the morning. We're going to have ourselves an early podcast ready to go for you, giving you the full weekend slate of games, props, futures, all of that jazz. And, of course, I'm pretty sure we can get Mario to do something completely stupid. Oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do something tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't thought of what yet though. He, I will it. say this. I give you guys a quick little behind the curtain thing. Uh, before even Ryan popped on, he came up with a really good idea. We have we do a thing called spend Mario's money, where you and I pick a bet of a game, opposite bets, and he has to play that one of those two bets that night, and we find out who loses Mario more money. Oh, I like that. We got to roll with that tomorrow. We'll I find love it. disagree. I will find a game. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're, we're going to play Lose Mario's Money tomorrow. I cannot wait. Join us here. BetMGM, Emily Podcast, powered by BetQL. Make sure that you guys sh uh, like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And, of course, on the Odyssey app. That is it for me, Cody Decker. Ryan Horvat, where can they find you? I will be uh, back tonight, BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern, back from vacation and the uh, COVID scare. So I am uh, back there, and I'm on Twitter, Ryan Horvath. Oh, so good to have you. I'm Decker6 on Twitter and, of course, Antihero Baseball on Instagram. And in the chat, Mario said, okay, okay, Cody, that was a joke. Yeah. No, it's not. No, We're playing this tomorrow. <laughs> That's it for us, guys. Beat it.